Good morning, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become the very best pool boy she can be, she'll give you a pina colada. It's Alexis Thompson. I got some lotion. You need it? Where? I do. Where? Everywhere. <laughs> Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Holly Roberts. Ooh, hot fluffy towels. That's right. That's right. Good please morning. lay it down. Uh-huh, please. We don't want that stuff on our chairs. And good morning, all of you, on our, uh, well, it's yours, too. On your Monday, December 11th, 2023, welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to Green Monday. Mm. Welcome to Holiday Food Drive for Needy Animals. Welcome to International Mountain Day. Welcome to National App Day. So celebrate your favorite app, Pinterest, Facebook, whatever. Have a Bagel Day, National Noodle Ring Day, National Stretching Day, and welcome to your coffee. Whoops, oh, whoops. Whoa, whoa. Not in the mood for the rooster. A little too early for that. A little too early for the rooster. (laughs) Cheers, everybody. Cheers. But Mm. never too early to hunt. No, cheers. never. No, never, never. cheers. Never no. too early. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God! Oh. There we go. <laughs> 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 there we go. Yeah. Wow, you got a trifecta right there. Could be a turducken. All the animals. All, all birds. The animals right, all birds right there. Anyway, we're done hunting now. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah. Oh right. my God, Holly, you look different. Yeah. Oh, it looks so awesome. It I looks love it. so awesome. Thanks. F- Holly dyed her hair red. No, I'm just sure. What color is that? <laughs> uh, it's brunette-ish. It has a technical term uh, oh. as designed by my stylist. And oh. I don't remember what that is. <laughs> oh, the color name? Yeah, the color name. Oh. Yes, it, there was a whole kind of project behind it. I was just like, hey, we need to change it up. Yeah. 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 It looks glorious. Love. Thank you. Beautiful. Let's see. Lexi look glorious too. I can barely see you though. Cause well, you know, we got a lighting Arthur's issue here. <laughs> B. Arthur, she's, been, she's aware. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can barely see our porn uh, our porn curtains behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The velvet. What All is the light that, bulbs right above are out. And then, uh, oh my you know, God. Yeah. there's some things going on. Over, you know. Times are tough here at my top. We can't afford light bulbs. <laughs> Alexis just goes in her <laughs> hobbit hole. That's yeah. Right. Which I'm totally fine with you all know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, yes. Especially after oh. last night. Why? What happened? I'm ready to be what? in my hobbit hole. Why? Did you have well, a long night uh, or something? Well, I did. Yeah. I was at the St. Paul Hotel for It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, that's the right. Live radio play. We've been telling you, my talkers, about that for a few weeks. Talk to us. Right. How was it? It happened last night. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. It was just such a blast. And I got home around 1030, and oh I was gosh. so jazzed that I didn't get to sleep till at least after midnight. <laughs> so that's why I'm you okay. Were, you did a role, right? You I were, did. Uh, you were the streaker that ran through the town on Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> if only. Man. The oh. Bedford Falls streaker. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the new edition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be something, wouldn't it? Huh? Yeah. I'll be right at home in Pottersville. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> um, no, I I did like the uh, intro 
and kind of just setting the stage for the each intermission. We did some radiograms and closed the show. Oh, my God. And then I played one of the angels named Franklin, which was really fun. So what this is, is it's like we our project down and dirty or War of the Worlds. Yeah. So the actors, you know, they're playing uh, not only characters, but then the characters are playing roles within It's a Wonderful Life. This oh, okay. is Joe Landry's take on the movie, and he follows it pretty closely. Um, so it is really fun to see. You know, the actors are up there with their... They've got their scripts and everything, and they're acting it out as if, you know, in the 40s, you know, you're listening to it on the radio. You cozy yeah. up by your fireplace or your Christmas tree, and you listen as a family, and that's the way it's intended. So there's lots of folly going on. And the man that does that is just absolutely fabulous. And uh, Jim Cunningham, who's put the show together, I think it's their 17th year doing it there. Um, it's just just a joy to see, and just the magic of it all coming together is fun. Of course, you get a meal when you go. So d- delicious meals. We had that. Also, if you go, yes, whether ma'am. it's to the show or to the St. Paul Hotel, ladies, go into the bathroom. <laughs> what? Oh, God. What did you do? Did you steal <gasps> something? No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not stealing oh, okay. anything. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you dry your hands and they give you like a little hand towel, right? Yeah. Which is like fancy fans, right? Yeah. Then yeah. on the other side of where, you know, you do your business. There's a people. There's, a, there's, there's four peepholes, okay? Yeah. And then you knock Go seven times with your middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> your middle knuckle, though. Make sure it's the middle of the middle knuckle. And yeah. then you knock, knock, knock. No, th- then on the other side, there's like three little stations if you want to like freshen up. And then they have this beautiful antique mirror. Okay. That's like the, the main mirror. And then they've got the two little sides. Okay. Oh, you want to do a little fit check? If you want to do a little a little selfie moment there, you can. It's just really like gorgeous in there, oh, and it's a bathroom. I, I thought you were going to say there was like a hot bathroom attendant or something in there. No, or like it's a portal an to antique. another dimension. I was well, going to say, what is in that mirror? It did feel a little bit of Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Oh, okay. And it, I would not be surprised if there was something secret behind that. Um, um, but yeah, check that out. It's just really nice. I did take a picture. If you'd like to see it, I did post it. Lexa and the cities, and a little bit of behind the scenes. You know, I didn't take a lot of video because uh, we're in the you're show busy, and you're working and, right. And you know, the lights are down. It would be inappropriate. But Very. during intermission, you'd be that woman. I would be that woman. And I, you know, I don't. I, you don't want to be. I, that I don't want to be that woman. No, 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 no. Uh, um, but they have it all set up really fun. They have like little places for you to take pictures of, you know, welcome to Bedford Falls. And they just really do a wonderful job. And it's so festive in there. If you're just, you know, right at Rice Park, if you're just looking to, you know, feel a little bit of the spirit, this is a great way to do it. You can get tickets till the 23rd of December. So I, I'm still getting over the fact that you played an angel. Yeah. What was your Hank? It was a stretch. Franklin. Ange- Franklin. <laughs> How did you prepare for that role? Well, you know what's funny, Jace? I did actually prepare. <laughs> because you went method, Alexis. I did call a little method because uh, it is most of the lines were directly taken from the movie. Yeah. So I did watch, you know, the first few minutes of the movie over again. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's in that first act, the first few minutes there. So. Um, okay. So yes, yes, I did. I didn't know if you went did to I church. Get clearance, you know, you know send clearance. Oh, now that would have been yeah. Yeah. I, I could have done that. You're right. For your angelic debut. <laughs> there she is, Holly. Mm. There's Alexis. Ah. Angel Franklin. Getting my best angel position. There mm. we go. Did you have wings, Lex? 
No. No wings? Like oh, no wings. I did put some Christmas pins on, you know, to feel a little spirity. And I oh, had nice. a 40s dress that I wore. Oh, a 40s dress? Well, I'd say in the style of. Ooh. Oh, because of the hello, the, the show mm-hmm. and all. Yes. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. So uh, what you're telling us is, if you're doing the math here, mm-hmm. you didn't really fall asleep till noon or uh, till uh, midnight. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're you're working on what three four hours sleep? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Be a great show today. Hope I remember uh, everything that needs to happen, and you know, uh, we'll be good. Of course, I. You know, this is the week of. I don't know if you guys are feeling this way, but getting things done before the holidays. You know, I've got yeah. every day. There's something. It's a meeting. With, it's a yep, you know. Yep, it's a doctor's yep. appointment. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm with you. Today's one of those days. Today's yeah. absolutely one of those days. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it well, sounds like you had a really fun weekend, too, Oh, Chase. my God, yes. I will tell you about that. It was a weekend of places and meals. Uh, I'll give you some recommendations. But first, let me tell you about the 67th annual Santa Project benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities is going on right now. Oh, and the music ends. I love when I do that. Um, come <laughs> see us at Voyage Healthcare in Crystal, Tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yes. I got to write that down. Got to go to. Got to go to rehearsal. Holly, got to. Damn it. Okay, there we go. Okay, tomorrow we're gonna be uh, at Voyage Healthcare in Crystal. Yes. Hey, hey, Jeff. I'm not gonna be here tomorrow. There we go. Got it. Got an on location thing. There we go. Do you guys still want to do the tamarind test tomorrow? Or taste test? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to buy this stuff today. I'm okay, write that on my list. Okay. So come see us, everybody. Voyage Healthcare. Even if you don't need healthcare, just come see us. Yeah. I mean, if you need healthcare, go to Voyage. But, you know. Mm-hmm. You can also uh, watch Don and Bradley live on Wednesday at Woofington Luxury Petite Dog Resort and Spa. Don't be bringing your log, uh, your 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 large earth dogs there. This is for petite dogs. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, bring a donation to Woofington or any Voyage Healthcare now through December sixteenth, and we'll get them to the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. We'll be right back. Well, the Twin Cities Business Magazine said it best that uh, decorate it and they will come. Hey, it's Jason for my family at Red Cow. Um, the biggest hit of the holiday season, sorry Santa, is the Red Nose Room. My family at Red Cow, all kidding aside, spent 18 hours with Richard Anderson's team transforming the Uptown Red Cow into the Red Nose Room. The entire restaurant, not just a room, the entire restaurant has thousands of Christmas holiday decorations and on every inch, every wall, every shelf, and they've stocked it full of special holiday bevies like a hot caramel apple cider, a Santa Gria, a gingerbread white Russian, a Merry Spritzmas, and more. So if you're looking for something to get you into the Christmas spirit, jump on a reindeer, put on a hat, grab Santa's elf, and head to the Red Nose Room. And now let's go live to the 24-hour Car Chase channel on Pluto TV. You won't hurt anybody this evening, but this pursuit continues out here, probably going about 80, maybe 90 miles an hour. Oh, my God. I would patrol right behind this guy. Now we're going to be eastbound 10 freeway getting into the Covinas. The Covinas. Okay, so oh, about, though, not the, west. Uh, procedure is for police officers in 
traffic like this, Stu, because it's starting to thicken up a little bit. We have somebody that's driving 80, 90 miles Oh, an hour. my goodness, uh, Lex. You know, we, we talk about the pit maneuver. I mean, obviously, these are speeds that are pretty high. They can't do anything at that speed, can they? This is a stolen car pursuit. Well, you know, Jeff, that, that would be extremely dangerous for everybody involved to do any kind of pit maneuver at uh, any speeds of over, it, it, over, I think it's probably 30, 40 miles an hour. You know, you're listening to Stu Mundell, the best name for a traffic reporter ever. <laughs> Stu Mundell. Joining us, pursuit. We're going about 95 miles an hour. I can tell you, Scott. Oh my goodness! Tracking this vehicle, 95 miles an hour across the ground. So that's about his speed. Uh, California Highway Patrol. Their options right now, pretty tight. They're going to be worried about uh, officer safety. They're going to be worried about the public safety. That's right. More from this car chase when we come back. <laughs> and that was a live look at the 24-hour car chase channel on Pluto TV. Oh. Thank you. That's right. There we go. <laughs> the 24-hour car chase channel. That's not a joke. Right now on Pluto TV, it's our favorite. We dip in and out of it. Stolen car. It was a black automobile in El Monte, California. As you heard, Stu Mundell. Oh, God, oh. I love that name. Stu how- said oh. 90 miles an hour left. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's fast. I wonder right. how many... Are they mostly in California? Mostly in California. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly the whole... Pretty the much the whole thing. Channel okay. is California. That's right. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's Monday, December eleventh, twenty twenty three. Uh yeah, as Alexis hinted, uh I uh I had a, a very busy except for yesterday, which I'll get into I did a delightful thing yesterday, which we'll talk about later. But um yeah, it was, you know, my uh my gal pal Lisa La Corsier has a birthday coming up. And uh we sometimes do a trip, you know, like a little weekend trip, but it just, you know, life got in the way this year and we just can't really, you just can't really do anything. Uh, we can't. So I wanted to make it special for her in, in some way, somehow. So uh, Colin and I uh, put our heads together and we gave her a fancy little staycation, uh, which we always, you know, we even talk about on this show of like, there's so many great things to do around these here, around these here, or there parts that you, you, because you live here, you don't take advantage of it. So we decided to kind of take advantage of it and and do a little staycation um, in honor of Lisa. So um, we did like the champagne brunch at uh, Baldemar, which if you've never done that, it's fabulous. Oh, um, I've never done that. I love to oh eat my there. God. Oh, my God. It's the, called the champagner, the Sunday brunch champagner. Ooh, isn't it all you can eat? Girl. <laughs> Girl. Girl, it is now. Look, it's a little pricey, but it is like all you can drink: mimosas and cocktails. And it's um, and then they they welcome you with uh with a cocktail like a champagne or mimosa, and then fresh pastries. You sit down and you can order. They have scallops and they have steak and eggs and they have um calamari. They have. I mean, it is just not just traditional brunch food, but it is crazy. I mean, just so if you're looking, all of the things we did for Elise, these are like event things. Because um, I'm not trying to be fancy. Uh, I'm just saying all the things we did this weekend are great. If you have a big event or you're celebrating somebody, um, you know, if you want to take your wife out or your husband out, this was the weekend we did. We did all those types of things um, that I'm happy to recommend, but. Um, yeah, Baltimore was real good, girl. Real, real good. Now, they don't do it on Sunday. It's only Saturday, the Champagner, mm. which I love that name. Yeah. Um, 
and then that night we did a little staycation um, kind of in our neighborhood. And uh, we got Lisa a room at the Four Seasons. Uh, and we did a little staycation there and did the Nordic Village that um, you hear people oh, talking nice. about on the, on the roof. Yeah. We had dinner in the Nordic Village cabins, which was so fun. You eat in this little cabin um, on the rooftop. Each cabin is designed, uh, modeled after a city in, in Minnesota. And um, and you sit there and it's like four courses and they end it with homemade s'mores that you do in this cabin. And um, it was great. And before that, we just kind of tooled around our neighborhood because, hello, we live right on the road. Um, and. You know, we got a we got a little cocktail with Lise at some of our favorites like Porzana, which just opened, and then Maison Margot, and then Red Rabbit, um, which, by the way, Red Rabbit was just, I think everybody in Minnesota was at Red Rabbit on Saturday night. But anyway, <laughs> everybody was running to Red that night. Um, but the neighborhood was just popping. And, you know, what, oh, I, what, what I loved about that was there was such a fun energy. You know, things are kind of dour right now. The world is, you know, upside down, twirly. and But everyone was just wanting to get out, and the snow was falling. Um, the wind, you know, it wasn't great weather. But it almost added to the energy uh, as we were walking around from place to place. You know, people were just, I don't know. There, there was just a fun, fun energy in the air um, yeah. on Saturday night. And then we woke up, and um, we did brunch. Uh, at Gavin Kaysen's at Mara, right there at the Four Seasons and the lobby. And what was so cute there, following kind of that trend, was we were seeing so many families that kind of you know, it was like Eloise in the city. Um, all these, I, so many families, I think, did a little staycation, and all these little girls were dressed up, and they were going to go Aww. see Aladdin. I was hearing conversations. A lot of folks were making like a downtown Minneapolis weekend. Um, some families were going to see Aladdin that night at the Orpheum. I heard some people talking about going to the Dayton's, uh, the Dayton's building for the market, um, and the four seasons, you know, on the rooftop, it opens it, you know, opened at noon. Um, and I was just, it was fun people watching and seeing people dress up for this brunch. And by the way, hats off to Gavin on the, the brunch. That brunch was really good. Um, really, really good actually. Uh, so two good brunches. That's what I would I would call my weekend two good brunches and a fun staycation. Um, nice. And yeah, it was it was just a lovely festive holiday weekend. So if you're looking for, you know, something to do for your your sweet honey, as Alexis would say, do a staycation at the St. Paul. We just gave you three. Lex told you about the St. Paul Hotel. Oh, yes. You yes. know what I mean? Do do St. Paul, do Minneapolis. See show. Yeah. Go see. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. Go see Aladdin. There's just a lot to do is kind of the point. And yeah, so the, fun. C- the European a- yeah, market still yep. going on as well. It was just, yeah, it was lovely. Lovely, lovely. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back right after this. Hey, everyone. It's Alexis. I want to talk to you about My Genetics by Health Partners, a community health research program with no cost genetic testing. This incredible program scans your DNA for breast and ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, and more. I did my genetics last year, and I can't recommend it enough. By getting a better understanding of my DNA, my genetics can help me detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. Know your genes and unlock a healthier future like I did. Visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. A little throwback, Ricky Martin. Living La Vida Loca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I will never forget. He performed that. What was that? Was that at the, the Grammys? Grammys? And Madonna ran up and started humping his leg. You remember that? Yes. He was like, "Ah, oh, work with me." It was one, <laughs> and of they those did. That's that's what I did with Alexis. That's how we started working together. Oh, I heard her on Kevin Berger. I, I heard her on Kevin Berger, and I ran right up. I think it was the left leg, Holly, that I started humping, and I'm like, "Hey, we should do a show together." Worked hump, like hump, 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 hump. That's right. It oh, worked like magic. Then I moved oh over Holly to the right leg. Then I started humping you. I mean, yeah, it was just a hump fest. I went back to the left to leg. I was like, hump, 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 hump. I like you on Kevin Burger, 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 Burger. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, but man, Andy he Hibley. came oh, with such oh. fire right away. It was like, who is that guy? He's what? a Menudo guy? What? Again, in these moments, especially now in the fragmented entertainment universe we exist in, Mm -hmm. it was one of those rare moments where somebody's life quite literally changes overnight. One performance. Yeah. He went from obscure uh, performer into an international superstar with one appearance on the Grammys on CBS. Yeah. That's all it takes. was it, it takes. is either 99 or 97, 90, I was 97, oh, 98 nine, or 99, 99, 99. That's yeah. what I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, that mm. was the summer of Ricky Martin, mm. Enrique Iglesias. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. All I need <laughs> is a rhythm divine. Mm. Oh, I know what all we I need. But, in the music, mm. heart will be mine. mine. <laughs> oh, you two are great. <laughs> We nailed that. Nailed it. They're they're actually touring together now with Pitbull. As they should. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. What a great trifecta there, right? I think. Caliente. And I think Ricky's one of those cases where I think as he's only gotten hotter as he's matured. Like he was. Yes. He was cute. Like he was obviously hot. Yes. But now he's like. Hello, daddy. Yeah. Now he's. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Vikings game last okay, night? Okay, like- so I was I was at St. Paul Hotel, but I kept getting it. Oh, that's right. Hello, I, I'm sorry. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But I kept getting updates from Grant, who was running the board back at, here at Home Station. And at one point, he's like, oh, I got the game on. They took Josh Dobbs out because for three quarters, no score. It was 0-0. Zero, zero. Now, my husband, of course, was watching at home. I came back home, and he's like, that was the most boring game ever. Now, they did win. A win is a win. 3-0, to zero, they won. But it was a pretty boring game. All I heard was, I kept, I was, um, we kind of had a veg, a vegetation Sunday. It was great after a busy Friday, oh, yeah. Saturday. Um, so I was scanning the, I basically read the internet on <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, and I kept seeing during the game, toward the beginning, people kept making a joke that it it was like soccer. Oh. That they're like, why? I feel Floorless. like I'm watching a soccer game. Yes. Oh, okay, that makes okay. Now I understand it. Now yeah. I understand the reference. Yeah. Now on the flip side of that was the Chiefs and the and the uh, and Buffalo. Oh, I heard uh, Patrick Mahomes like melted down. He was very upset with the referee. <laughs> he was pissed. Fans are too. The coach, Andy, so upset. And you know what? I, Gosh, this is a bad day to be... I, I do not envy the official who made the call. 
Um, because oh, so he was screaming. Uh, uh, Mahomes was screaming at an official. He was, yes. Now, okay. uh, let me just d- describe this play. It was pretty fantastic. So, first of all, lots of headlines already from the game. Of course, Taylor Swift was there cheering on her boyfriend. Of course, Travis the game, the only game Kelsey she uh-huh. from Minneapolis. But go ahead. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. I know we're not bitter at all, not at all. right? Not at all. Not at all. So Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, you know, quarterback, he throws the ball to Travis. Travis catches it. Two guys instantly from the Buffalo team, like they're right there, right? So as he's running, he stops and, th- and lobs the ball back to Kadiris Tony, who uh, is another uh, receiver. Okay. And he grabs the ball and runs 24 yards and scores. So everyone is going wild because it's okay. such an incredible play, right? Now okay. I did see this because we, I, when I caught, when I came home, they were doing like the re, like the replays, you know, like the highlights of the day, and so I watched this. And I'm like, whoa, that was pretty spectacular. But then the official said that Tony, the guy who ended up scoring, lined up and was offsides. What does that mean? What does that mean? An offensive no, offside. So there's a line where the officials stand that you have to be behind it as oh, you okay. line up to do the hut hut, you know? Hut hut. Hut hut. And <laughs> his, his foot was on the line. Now, what Patrick Mahomes was really upset about is that normally the officials will give a warning and say, hey, you need to back off, back off that line. You're right on it. And they didn't give a warning and then called the offsides. As in the offensive, and that touchdown didn't count, and it made a difference because the final score, Buffalo won 20 to 17. And this was in the fourth quarter. And then afterward, oh, that's why he was mad. Mahomes, Andy Reid, the coach, they get in front of the press and they continue to whine Unload. about the play. Now, I can understand as a player, as a Fan that would have just been devastating, but he was offsides. Like it's very clear. So I would just really hate to be that official right now. It would be really a bad day. It would be Guys, a hard, hard job. I'm gonna take Monday off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, Tuesday and yeah. Thursday. <laughs> Gee, <clears throat> not feeling too well. <laughs> no Monday night football for All me. Right. I just hope that the NFL really does protect those officials. Because he was. They, his teammates were holding him back, meaning Mahomes. Oh, he, yeah. And CBS, I saw the angle. CBS didn't widen out. So, so fans for like a second or two were confused mm-hmm. by who Mahomes was screaming at. I saw that online, too, that because yeah. of the angle CBS used, it was CBS at the game lot yesterday, um, that people thought he, they, he was screaming at another player. Yep. But no, he was screaming. Um, you have the officials. You did me wrong. <laughs> right. You he wanted a wrong. warning. Yeah. Uh, and even, so Angel was watching. He's like, wow, that was really. Uh, did Angel agree with the official or with. Well, uh, yeah, it was clearly offsides. But okay. uh, usually, the, yeah, he's just like, I, that is rarely called. And yeah, usually there is a warning. They tell you to back off a little bit, but I don't know if it was just ignored or they just didn't say it or, oh, or whatnot. But it was, it's definitely, um, 
going to be something that they're going to continue to talk about today because I would not be surprised. Just the behavior of both of them. They really are the face of the NFL. And when you're out there, just like, you know, it adds the drama, of course. And also playing Buffalo, they have a history because... Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, you know... It's already a tense situation, and then that happens. So I would not be surprised if Mahomes and, um, well, the coach are fined for this. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see, of course. Who knows? But, I mean, they did lose the game, so. Yeah. Yeah, he looks mad. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yes. You know, at first I thought, because I didn't really see the footage either, because, yeah, I saw the, like, zoom in, right, like you said. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, look at his passion for this game. Ah, you know what? (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, it was passion about something else. Oh, right. That official. Yeah. No, I would... I would not want to be. Job. I would. Yeah, I would not want to be a referee. Mm-mm. I would not want to be an official. I must tell you, I would not want to be a kicker. I say this when oh. the, rare, the rare times I do watch sports like uh, passively at like a home of somebody, you know, and it's on in the background. Yeah, I always or a, a bar or whatever. I I would never want to be a kicker because the amount of pressure. I mean, yeah. oh. to get it within the fork. Uh-uh. Laces no. out. I've seen Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I know what happens yeah. when, you, when you miss. I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready to go, coach. Just give me a chance. Yeah. I Because we were here, uh, Vikings. Who was it? He was really hot. Vikings kicker. Oh, yeah, we had him on the show. Um, Chris. Uh, Blair Walsh. No, remember Blair was like oh. run out of town, basically. This was years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about um, Chris. Chris, Is it Chloe? Chloe? Uh, Chris Cluey. Cluey. Him too. We had Chris on the show. Yes. But Cluey and Blair Walsh were Blair basically Walsh, yes. run out of town. Oh, like yeah. it was an old episode of Dallas. It was like JR got the good old boys and ran them out of Texas. But um, because I, I... Good, please. I don't remember what each of them did. But... um. They messed something up, obviously a kick, but Ooh, yeah. no, 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 no. Would not. So my point is, I would not want to be a kicker, nope. a referee, um, a, an official, and I must <laughs> tell you too, yeah. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to call it. I, quarterback. I, I wouldn't want to be in the broadcast booth. I wouldn't want to oh. be an Al Michaels or a Joe Buck. Oh, I because, see. Because like Joe Buck, the amount of hate mail he gets because oh, people bet. think that he has favoritism toward you know this team or that team. He talked about it with Howard with on Stern yeah. um, that no matter if he puts inflection on the wrong word, you know, fans from one team will think that he's uh, showing favoritism toward one side to the. I'm like, uh-uh, oh, no, no, yeah, it could just no, be like, no. yeah, the, just uh, the what you emphasize, just yeah. like you naturally say the word. Yes. You know, the other thing that Angel brought up, which I had never thought about, but, you know, there's a lot of betting that goes on in the NFL games. And he's like, this is why not only has he upset the team and the coaches and the fans, but the people who bet on these games, they're betting thousands and thousands of dollars. You just never know what could happen and when they're going to call this. And, you know, I'm just like, Oh, I never thought about that, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. A little pop (sighs) of pop culture. When the three of us return from this potty break. A hilarious, and we use that term loosely, 
dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. What do you call a man with no shins? Tony! <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. So funny. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I think I've heard that first from you, Holly. I think we did. Yeah. From the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Tony! No shins! From the internet. That's right. (laughs) Welcome back to our show, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on My Talk, later on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. A little pop of pop culture for you in this first hour of our show. Watch out. It'll hit you. Uh, let's get to not get it out of the way, but uh, we don't want to be sad today. But uh, we lost another another uh, big Hollywood name over the weekend on Friday. This happened after our show went off the air. Um, Ryan O'Neill passed away at 82. And uh, CBS Sunday Morning, as they do, actually summed it up really well. Um, here's just a little bit of Lee Cowan. I love Lee Cowan's voice, too. Um, talking about Ryan's career, Oscar-nominated Ryan O'Neill. Take a little listen here. Uh, from CBS Sunday Morning. Ryan O'Neill probably wouldn't mind if the first thing you think of is his role in Love Story, a tearjerker defined by its soundtrack and its catchphrase. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Words that turned out to be oddly prophetic in O'Neill's life. I've had to say I'm sorry a lot in my life. That's all I know. He was talented, but troubled. Here is... My toastier, Captain John Quinn. He was cast as the lead in Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon. He played opposite Barbara Streisand in What's Up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Did you happen to know that I I love you? He even helped make his daughter Tatum an Oscar winner at the age of 10 in Paper Moon. You're my pa. Of course I ain't your pa. But his boy-next-door image was sometimes at odds with his personal life marked by a hot temper, drugs, and alcohol. The one constant, though, in his life was Farrah Fawcett. Their relationship was an on-again, off-again affair, but by most counts, always tender. In 2001, when O'Neill was diagnosed with leukemia, she was there. Five years later, when Fawcett began her own three-year battle with terminal cancer, he was there for her. He even suggested that the hospital chaplain marry the two near the end. She said, okay, let's get married. But by then, she was so weak that he was only able to give her uh, the last rites. It's funny. Again, that was Lee Cowan from CBS Sunday Morning. I, you know, it was funny until I watched that piece. I I, I had forgotten really quick about the bond between O'Neill and Farrah Fawcett. It had just been so many years, and that, thank goodness, reminded me of their relationship. But, yeah. Very complicated man. Very, very complicated man. 82 years old. Wow. I've never, you know what? In all Four the, kids survived yeah. by him. Yep. I, uh, I have never seen Love Story. Out oh, of all the okay. classic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Out of all those quote unquote classic films, mm-hmm. we, we even did a series of this on our show. We did. Uh, several years ago. Holly participated in that. Uh, Love Story is just one that I I've, I have never watched in any capacity, whether a film class or a college or whatever. I've never watched it. Holly, you made a face. Well, I yeah, <laughs> I, I, it would be interesting to watch it. It would be interesting for you. It would be interesting for anybody to watch Love Story now if you've never seen it. Uh, released in 1970, 
Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. This I will, okay. I will say that. Time. Does it stand the test of time? That would be yeah. really interesting because it was mm-hmm. a phenomenon when it came out. Sure People yeah. loved it. My mother loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the go go forth and pop culture experiment with that one. Have you ever seen it, Lex? I have, but um, it's been many, many, many years now. I think you're, I think I watched it for um, a class in college. Yeah. And by the way, if that's really what love is, ooh, girl. Yes. Um, I, I say I'm sorry to Colin. Uh, <laughs> right. Every other hour. Yeah. You know? Don't <laughs> right. take that advice. That's not great. <laughs> yes. No, not Don't. great advice. It's not weakness. No. Sorry. Just say sorry. Sorry, I don't want to get you water. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have enough nookie. Whatever. Just, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'm tired. Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> right, Alexia? Sorry, I'm tired. Sorry, I'm flossy dicky tonight. I'm very, oh. very, very, very flossy dicky. Very, very. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, it is yeah. awful advice. Holy crap. Uh, it really is. No, I'm with you, Holly. On I don't have the best remembrance of the movie well i think it was just like it was very it was over the top it was melodramatic it was extremely sentimental and schmaltzy and you know what if you're in the market for that boom right there love story will scratch that itch for you but i don't know if it will anymore yeah flossy dicky do you like love story not one bit okay (laughs) oh but it's okay i mean look 1970 (sighs) was almost 54 years ago yeah oh Allie McGraw. Oh, oh my goodness! It was a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Cool. For my mom's generation, oh, her just Allie's style in that movie, women copied. Um, yeah, and that soundtrack when you hear that schmaltzy, melodramatic instrumental. Oh yeah, uh, bad, very. Flossy, do you like the music? Not one bit. Okay. Oh come well, on, I won an Oscar, Flossy. Come on, yeah, no. that's why you don't have some time there. What'd she say? I am tired. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are too, Flossie. We are too. We are too. I I like a little known movie from him. Now, it doesn't hold up well. It is kind of creepy, but I do love Chances Are with Sybil Shepard and uh, Ryan and young Robert Downey Jr. and Mary Stuart Masterson. I didn't see that one. Now, I will tell you, it doesn't hold up, but... uh, I think the reason I love it is because uh, the share Peter Cetera song after all is in it. And I love that schmaltzy song. Oh God. I love that song. It's one of my favorite schmaltzy corny songs from the late eighties, early nineties that I love. Oh, and bring I mean, hello back the soundtrack, please. please. This, an, a song from the original motion picture soundtrack, please. Especially if it's Peter Cetera. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Oh. I'll just skip. I'll drop the needle here. Here we go. Oh, I thought you just were playing Feliz Navidad for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first notes. I'm like, what is he playing? <laughs> here it is. Oh. Here's the chorus. Sing it, Cher. Bring back the soundtrack, people. Bring back the soundtrack. We'll have Cher take us out, as Holly said. When we come back, hour two. How to get dinner party guests to get the hell out of your house. (laughs) Alexis has that. Yeah. Plus a big fat movie review from Alexis. I can't wait. A comedy special review from Holly and more. Stay right there. We'll be back. 
friends, Alexis, for Second Harvest Heartland, Minnesota's largest food bank. You know, the holidays are a time for family and friends, but too many of our neighbors are worrying about if they'll have enough food to get them through the week. So I'm asking you to join me in giving maybe some volunteering or a financial donation to Second Harvest Heartland. Now, as Minnesota's largest food bank, Second Harvest Heartland, on average, average distributes more than 325,000 pounds of food a day to local food shelves to stop the immediate threat of hunger. But they also advocate tirelessly across the state to provide innovative programs and initiatives to help, stung, help stop hunger before it hits. And this is really where we can help our neighbors in need and thrive in one day, hunger all together. So... They need support from us, and you can take action today at twoharvest.org slash give. That's the number, twoharvest.org slash give.